0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of day that you're listening and tuning in. Welcome to Fuqua Insights, Episode 3. I am your co-host, Tyson Quander.
1: And I am Lauren Xu, Tyson Quander's co-host at Fuqua Insights. (laughs) Hello, everyone, and hope you're having a great day.
0: Yes, so uh, today we will be interviewing another one of our MMS classmates, and he's also uh, one of our greatest friends. His name is Babia Agarwal. He is from Nepal. And he will be talking about his experience going from Nepal to the US and many other topics later on. So, without further ado, please give a warm welcome to Babia. Babia, what's up, man?
2: Hey guys, thank you for the warm welcome. Thank you, Dyson, thank you, Lord, for having me here. Of it's course, great, man.
1: Thank you for having us at your apartment to film this. <laughs>
0: Okay, so uh, just getting started, so um, we know you're from Nepal, so go ahead and tell us more about your home country.
2: So I'm from Nepal. Uh, It's next to India and China, Mm -hmm. and well, not a lot of people from Nepal come to the States. So yeah, it's fun.
0: (laughs) Okay, so where did you go to college? (laughs) So
2: I did my undergrad from India in Delhi, Mm -hmm. and for the people listening to this podcast from that part of the world, you might know University of Delhi. It's pretty famous back there. So for my undergrad, I did economics uh, as my major. And for my minor, I did mathematics. And well, then I worked for two years in supply chain management and supply chain planning with JMC. Okay. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and yeah, that sounds really cool. Um, and we have a lot of peers that have worked full-time before Fuqua. So Tyson and I are very curious. What led you to Fuqua?
2: well to begin with job was fun people there were like very nice and i really liked what i was doing but then i wanted to like venture out of my comfort zone like meet new people explore alien lands. so that is why i planned on doing a masters program and well that was the reason why duke happened for me so for fuqua i think the program got me indulged like I really appreciate how the program is and how it changes like the entire dynamics of the program. It's like super dynamic and super application-based. So that is why I really like the program. I remember from the start they had this application where they were they asked us to write 25 random things about ourselves. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Like, that did not happen for any other university, so that was pretty fun. And <laughs> that is when I realized, yeah, this is something different. I really need to have this experience. And that is when I, like, had my foot down on Fuqua. I was like, yeah, this is where I want to be.
0: You know, um, another thing, uh, and th- this is something I noticed when me and Lauren first got to Fuqua. So, they have a hallway of, like, all the country flags. And you're telling me oh, that yeah, Nepal that. was the only flag that was not rectangular. It was what, What's the shape of the flag? So
2: it's like two triangles and not a rectangular <laughs> flag. So mm-hmm. it's the only flag in the entire world which is not rectangular. So it's the like, most unique thing about
0: Nepal. And also, weren't you one of the people that kind of pitched the idea like, hey, we actually need a Nepal flag?
2: Oh,
1: uh, Yeah. And so, did it put it up yet? Yeah, they
2: have it on the... In, uh,
0: they have it on Excellent,
1: the I'll be visiting that flag tomorrow when I'm in the building.
2: <laughs> I'll show you around.
1: Um, another thing I'm curious about is can you share one of the random things you wrote on your application for Fuqua?
2: So, well, I remember... So they were really appreciative. as in I wrote that I really like Kung Fu Panda. Kung Fu Panda? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like one of the best movies I ever watched. And I remember while they were helping us through the process we need to have like two, we need to have like security questions set up. And they already put in Kung Fu Panda as my favorite uh, movie. Really? So that was really like, so that was really inviting as in they read through my application Uh and they really liked it. So yeah. (laughs) And also I wrote about how Coach K was very important and I really wanted to attend the basketball season for Coach K Mm -hmm. as it was his last season. So yeah. That was that was something I really wanted to do, and mm-hmm. well, that's that's two of the most interesting things I wrote in my twenty-five random
0: things. You know, if you're ever interested in going to a basketball game, I have season tickets, and I'm will- and I'm willing to take guests now. So if you want to go to a game, just uh, let me know.
2: Definitely, nice. Thank you for the invite.
0: Of course, of course. So Bavia, tell us some. Um, what were some of the challenges that you overcome before coming to Fuqua, so, or or before and during Fuqua?
2: So, well, coming to Fuqua, it was a huge, it was a very tough job. Trust me, like, it was one of the toughest things that I've ever done. Because I remember, like, the second wave was just Mm about to hit India. And things were, like, pretty crazy back then. And, yeah, uh, it was, like, pretty messed up. Nepal was going under lockdown. And the embassies, they decided to shut So that is when I had like no clue what to do next, as the embassies Mm -hmm. were shut, we did not get visa appointments and stuff. Yeah. So I had no clue where to like reach out to, and without a visa, I could not have like entered the country. Also, I remember they had the they had the flights shut down. So anyway, I was like, even if I had a visa. what was I supposed to like, swim here or something? <laughs> <laughs> or,
0: or you can come like on a boat. You could have done that too, yeah. <laughs>
2: so I was kind of confused, low confused about it. What, what is the next step? So coming to Fuqua was kind of a tough journey. And well, the po- policies were like really dynamic and things were changing every time. Like they had the I-20 issue going on where they did not allow people with certain start date to enter the course so, yeah, everything was pretty uh, dynamic. Things were so bad that I was planning to defer. But, mm-hmm. yeah, since the time <laughs> I landed in the States, it's been uphill. Like, I will not over-exaggerate if I say that I have made new family in Fuqua itself. And I, like, really love the people here. Like, I really love my new family here.
0: Mm-hmm. you definitely i would say you've definitely found a new family here we've done quite a bit together and yes we have <laughs> for uh again people listening bavia is actually one of our uh closest friends uh, me and lauren we we hang out at his place yes. all the time we go out all the time he uh didn't you invite us out to viceroy that night or the breaks yeah 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 we went out to viceroy with him it's a indian restaurant downtown durham and I was able to have uh, the Indian rice for the first time, thanks to him.
2: Yes. Also, also, I gave, I ordered spicy uh, chicken tikka for everyone, and yeah, I think they had issues the next morning. <laughs> <laughs> the issues were worth
1: it. It's for the better definitely yeah um, we've shared a lot of great memories together bavia and um our relationships tyson you and me definitely do not just begin and end during this podcast we hang out outside of school just like how team fuqua is set up like we're not only classmates we're also friends Uh, a lot of us are lifelong friends which lead me to my next question so when you came to fuqua finally what were your biggest cultural shocks um, if any, as you you know traveled miles and miles from Nepal and then to India and then eventually to the US
2: so well, my journey has been pretty dynamic so far uh, I went to India for my schooling I did my schooling in India for like my entire life mm-hmm. so I've been open to like living without my family, but still like the cultural shocks were kind of amazing so I'll tell you uh, people in the US they eat dinner at like 6 p.m. And in, in Nepal, at 9 p.m., they're like thinking about eating dinner and watching Who Wants to Be a Billionaire by Vitaabh Bachchan. So yeah, <laughs> that, that was like one of the biggest countries.
0: Um, well, yeah, like dinner time for us here in the U.S. normally is around like 5 to 8 o'clock. When you said that, like, that's insane. 9 o'clock at night, that's yeah. when y'all start
2: about buying dinner? Yeah, so
0: what time do y'all go to bed?
2: Uh, by 11, 30, 12, I guess.
0: Mm, so you eat and then you just go straight to sleep. Yeah. Well, I mean, some people do that here in the U.S. as well.
1: Definitely.
2: <laughs> but yeah, I think that's because of the uh, that's because of the show. It's so late, and I uh-huh. can't like, eat dinner without the show. So
1: yeah. This that... is a very popular show that comes on like day day-time, daytime television. Yeah.
2: So it's like who, uh, it's like the Indian version of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? कौन बनेगा करोड़पति? And like one of the best shows in the state in the country.
0: Nice, nice. Um, uh, one great popular show here in the U.S. is, uh, I'll say, The Bachelor. Yeah. People go crazy over that show. Like, whenever they find out a new episode comes out or, you know, this guy picked this girl and they formed a couple. Like, people really go crazy over it. And that's kind of, I guess it's a culture thing here in the U.S. as well. The Bachelor, people here love The Bachelor. Oh, I
2: gotta watch
0: it. <laughs> now, since Thanksgiving was last Thursday... Um, this is just something that me and Lauren are both curious to ask you. Uh, who are you most grateful for in your journey to Fuqua?
2: So, well, I'll tell you. During the Thanksgiving dinner, I remember how we were, like, thanking for the things we have. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, everyone was, a from, was from a different culture. So, like, people were, like, I was, like, interested into understanding how the Thanksgiving preparation is done or, like, how the Thanksgiving dinner is Done and what is like the next step? Like we pray or stuff. So like my friend he suggested that we should just be thankful for the things we have. Mm-hmm. And I was really thanking first of all I was thanking Fuqua for taking me in. Mm-hmm. As in this was a new boat and that boat was by Fuqua. Mm-hmm. And then I read it on the blog that Fuqua said burning your boats is very important. So mm-hmm. right after I came to Fuqua I burned boats. <laughs> I burned all the, like, I made sure that I wanted to be a better person and I had to work for it. Mm-hmm. And I had to, like, really give in my 100%. So, I was thankful for the entire journey that Fuqua is, has provided me and it will be providing me. Also, well, Fuqua is pretty intimidating at times. And, well, it is not possible to have a good journey without good friends Yes. Mm-hmm. or, like, family. Yeah. and I would like to uh, I would like to really thank my friends who are like my family and I really really want to have this friendship forever And uh, I'm really thankful for having good opportunities in the states so, yeah
0: You know um, while we're on the topic of gratitude, things changed for the better for me. I, when I was in undergrad at Oglethorpe. So, my sophomore year, I told myself I wanted to start doing a gratitude journal. And basically, what I did was I wrote down like three things I was thankful for. I first started off with like the basic stuff, like my health and clean water and things like that. But then I noticed just things really started like going uphill when I did it. My relationships with people got a lot better. I was just happier as a person. It just really made a bigger difference from like my freshman year when I was first starting my journey. So, um, so listeners, this is just something I recommend. If you start a gratitude journal, it really, not only is it a way of counting your blessings, but it can also just really help you attract abundance in your life. As Oprah once said, be thankful for what you have and you'll end up having more. If you concentrate on what you don't have, you will never have enough.
1: I feel like I get the sentiment. It's the idea, like concentrate on what you have,
0: If you concentrate on what you don't have, you will never have enough.
1: That is true. It's important to count our blessings. Um, I think it's very easy at Fuqua to feel the fear of missing out and to compare ourselves to others. It's something I think all three of us can struggle with. Um, But at the same time, I think in life we have to understand that we're on our own journey and our own journey is unique and special just in and of itself. So thank you guys for sharing your thoughts on gratitude and I also need to get back on gratitude journaling as well.
2: Mm-hmm. I also
1: start looking
0: on it. Yes. Yeah, like just like start with three things either in the morning or at night. In the morning when you wake up or at night before you go to bed. And watch how things change for you. Your struggles will gradually start to go away. You'll experience more abundance, more blessings. You'll attract greater opportunities, great people into your life. All the bliss starts with gratitude. If you've read every self-improvement book or any website to help you improve with something you're struggling with, they always tell you to start with gratitude. And I recommend that. We just celebrated Thanksgiving and I feel like the conversation of gratitude really gets overlooked by people. So I'm glad we were able to discuss that for a little bit.
1: Definitely. Um, And I guess outside of the last question we asked, I'm curious to hear about um, what were your favorite memories at Fuqua?
2: So, for my favorite memories, I remember uh, we all went to Tavern this one time.
1: <laughs> oh, and, yeah. yeah. We were all there. Yeah. That was a special night. Can yeah. you explain to our audience what Tavern is? So, Tavern is
2: like a... <laughs> it's,
0: it's a like, sports bar, basically, it's like yeah. It's a
2: sports bar, and we all go there on, like, Tuesdays. So, Tavern Tuesday is a thing. Mm-hmm. And, well... Everyone from Fuqua is there, or like everyone from Duke is there, and trust me guys, it's like the best place for Tuesday nights. Because Wednesday you don't have school. That's
1: true, that is a special thing about Fuqua, we don't have school on Wednesdays. Yep.
0: Yeah, also, that was a special night because that was actually the first night that our friend group hung out.
2: Yeah, And that was the first time Tyson finally posted a picture of us on Instagram.
0: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah, if you get tagged in a Tyson the Superior post, hey, that means you're awesome. (laughs) Well, uh, and Bobby, just before you go, um, what uh, what are you interested in doing uh, after Fuqua, career wise?
2: So after Fuqua, I'm looking at supply chain consultancy. Okay. As apparently, like supply chain consultancy is a big thing, and it's a big issue worldwide. Mm-hmm. So I plan on working on working in this space, and I've been like applying to companies, and I've already had two to three interviews mm-hmm. scheduled. So yeah. I plan on working as a supply chain consultant for like three to four years. Uh, Work with, understand the dynamics, work with cross-cultural approaches in the company and like cross-departments, understanding how things are, how things work, and then working as an
0: entrepreneur later. Okay, okay. Sounds like you have a, what's the word I'm looking for?
1: Sounds like that he has a vision
0: a vision, yes, yeah, yeah vision. That, that's a better word, <laughs> that that's a
1: better saying, word, yes. I was yes. searching for words, here, like, plan, goal, but vision sounds more elaborate, you know?
2: Yeah, I think, I think vision changes every day, so yes. that I hope... It
0: does change, change. yes, yes it does, vision. yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, I learned uh, just when I was doing theater that, you know, you have a goal and objective, and that can change in a story.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah, so it's true that visions can change every day. So, yes. <laughs>
1: Bavia, I'm really interested in hearing more about supply chain consultancy and your vision with that. So can you expand on what your vision of working as a supply chain consultant looks like after Fuqua?
2: So, well, with all the COVID-19 pandemic going on and the world going to a new transition, as in adapting to a new normal, supply chain has been hit pretty hard.
0: Mm, very hard here in the US, Yeah. yeah.
2: And that is where like opportunities come in as in because the industry is kind of in a downside and they need a revolutionary way of improving things. Mm-hmm. They do need new innovations. So that is where I plan on being. And I see myself like four years or five years down the line, creating new ideas for the yes. supply chain industry and helping the industry grow, adapting with the new normal.
0: You know, um... Our supply chain right now is very backed up and that's why um, our inflation here in the U.S. is higher than it's ever been before because we also have people that don't want to go back to work and that drives up prices as well because obviously firms and companies got to pay their workers. And also, uh, Laura and I both know the struggle because gas prices right now are ridiculously expensive here.
2: Oh. Okay.
0: Yeah, it went down a little bit because of the Omicron variant, but however... It's, I've been told it's because our supply chain is backed up and just like we're kind of on a shortage of everything. And since you were an economics major, you kind of understand what happens when you have a shortage. Yeah, I do. That is when,
2: that is when I decided to do supply
1: chain
0: consulting. <laughs> 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 it's when hey, you no, saw business opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> hey, econ actually lays a good foundation for stuff like that. Kudos to you, man.
1: But definitely. And I think it's really amazing that you're combining that side of you with your cross-cultural intentions and your cross-cultural experiences. Um, Can you speak a bit more about how your multicultural background, you know, like as a Nepali who grew up in India uh, and is now studying in the US, how do you think your cross-cultural experiences align with your vision?
2: So I think that throughout my journey, one thing that I've realized is everything works out for the best. Mm -hmm. But it's more important to work on relationships like it's very important to build relationships to build trust working with people is very important and it's better if you have more friends throughout the throughout your journey it's your your journey it gets easier Mm -hmm. so that is like one take from all my experience throughout you
0: know there's a saying If you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go together.
1: Round of applause. (laughs) (laughs) No, honestly, that's what Team people is all about. Because uh, no matter how many case assignments we do, uh, no matter what grades we get, at the end of the day, it's the people. Yes, definitely.
0: Yeah, actually, this is something I learned before Thanksgiving. Like, really, the joy in every moment is not the event itself, but it's the people that you share it with. So um, building relationships is... uh, a strong foundation and also like networking, that's also critical for finding jobs too.
2: Yeah, at least for in school.
0: That is important, yeah. yeah.
1: So my last question for you is, would you like to give a shout out to any family or um, friends, would you like to name any names in this podcast that you're grateful for or you would like to acknowledge?
2: So, well, I would like to acknowledge you guys for having me over, Lauren and Tyson. And I would really like to acknowledge Angel for helping me with the recruitment process and Aditi for being a good friend. Uh, I'd like to give a shout out to Madhup and Samarth for being awesome friends and helping me throughout the journey. And well to the entire MMS family and the Fuqua family.
1: Hey. <laughs> That's so many of our, mutual friends. <laughs> our <laughs> mutual friends. Um awesome people we go to school with indeed. Team Fuqua.
0: Team Well um well Bavia, thank you so much for uh for coming on today's podcast, episode three. Like we definitely enjoyed having you and we definitely have to go to the tavern again another night.
2: Thank yeah. you so much guys for having me over. Yeah, you
1: Oh, no, I was going <laughs> to second what Tyson was saying. And I also was going to say it was an honor interviewing you today because uh, you're one of our favorite people at Fuqua and very loved by our section and our program. Um, and I hope that with this podcast, people can feel your positive energy. Thank you so There's
2: much, session. Tyson. Thank you so much for, yeah. for having me over. It was amazing to have a good chat session with you. Of course. I'll definitely <laughs> give you guys coffee later. <laughs>
1: yes. This will be a coffee exchange. We run on a coffee trading system. <laughs> we all need coffee at Fuqua, honestly.
0: <laughs> no, seriously, yeah. We should have uh, coffee groups.
1: Yeah. Honestly, coffee chats.
0: Coffee chats, yeah. Coffee chats can be
1: too serious, though. You know, it's like coffee chat. We have a business opportunity.
0: Yeah, I hope you're doing better. <laughs> that's where <laughs> business opportunities are born with coffee. That, that is yeah, that's
1: true. Today was a business opportunity. For the
0: podcast. All right. Well, uh, listeners, thank you for uh, tuning in, and we will see you next time in episode four. Have a great week.
2: Bye bye. Bye bye.
0: If you haven't already, please follow our Instagram page at UQA Insights for exclusive content information about our upcoming guests in our next episode. Have a good one, and we wish you a great week.